Hello and welcome to the third installment of the Xavier's Journey podcast. I'm your host, Samuel Hutchins, and uh, I will be giving you a brief synopsis of the week that was uh, for the Hope for Xavier Foundation. We had our second Black Tie Gala, and I'll be giving you some uh, highlights of that as well as, as stuff that we have coming up. Uh, we had a, a great time. This the success and the fundraisers was a, a great success. Uh, we were able to give one young lady, a very deserving young lady, Miss Debrisha Lyles, a thousand dollar scholarship and a brand new laptop. And uh, half of the thousand dollars came from a good friend of mine who's in uh, part of a group called Pretty Girls Rock. She's the president and founder of Pretty Girls Rock, and they came in and matched the five hundred dollars that we raised. Uh, through donations and T-shirt sales and ticket sales and things of that nature. Uh, we had an excellent crowd there. Everybody was looking good. The food was great, prepared by our own uh, people that are in the organization, the ladies in the organization, Alfreda Wilburn and Jacqueline Price. Uh, they did the bulk of the cooking and served by uh, Dawn Kofer, and it was just an amazing uh, feast that they put together. And uh, speakers, oh my goodness, my speakers, our speakers were off the chain. Uh, Celeste Neve, I hope I'm saying her name right, uh, she got us started off. And Celeste is a published author. I got to get the name of some of her books so I can give her some shout outs on some of these podcasts. And uh, she got us started because uh, she works in special needs. So she has an insight that a lot of people don't have, but she, that you can grow from being around people who have that insight. And, of course, our speaker, uh, guest speaker, who did an outstanding job. He's a good friend of mine, uh, Jay the Motivator. So if you're looking for a, his name is Jason Sanders. He goes by the moniker of Jay the Motivator. And he had a very encouraging word. And, like I said, it was called a night of hope. But it wasn't just a night of hope just for that night. It's just for the hope for the rest of your life to hold on to what it is that you believe in. And but hope, hope and believe that it can get you through. And it was just an amazing night and one that I will never forget uh, in attendance. Also was my brother, Alex Hutchins, who had just gotten back from Afghanistan. Uh, it was just a family affair. People there from Jefferson, uh, Sandra Wiley and her, her mom, Claudine, we call her Granny. They were there. And my brother Dale, who was doing the photography, and he recorded that. So if you get a chance, uh, go to the HopeForXavier.org website, and we'll post some footage of what was going on there that night as well. And uh special shout out to all our sponsors. Uh we only had one corporate sponsor, but we're gonna build on this thing. Safe light, my place where I work at, yes, I have a regular job that I go to, but um my job is very supportive about what it is that I'm trying to do. And they were one of our sponsors, uh, as well as Star Detailing, uh his owners, uh Stanley Nunley Jr. Uh Star Detailing and Miss Chandra Smith, uh she's a realtor, so Special shout out to those people who did that. And again, like I said, congratulations to Debrisha Lyles. Uh, on this podcast today, I wanted to talk about uh, what our mission statement is and kind of break it down a little bit in segments. And today we're going to talk about the awareness part. So now if you go to the uh, dictionary or you Google awareness, what you'll come up with is knowledge or perception of a situation or a fact. And you can find some synonyms called you know, consciousness, rec recognition, and realizations and things of that nature they all mean the same thing as it pertains to awareness uh and the, the awareness part and, it, and the part that i like about it's about knowledge and that's the one thing that stops people sometimes the lack of awareness it, it, it builds up so many roadblocks because you don't know 
And one of the things that people will tell you about the fear of the unknown, you know, that's one of the biggest things against progress. That's one of the against, biggest things against process itself is that the fear of the unknown, people really don't know. And that's what we try to do here with the Hope for Xavier Foundation. Uh, it's to bring that awareness. That is the awareness. And when we talk about awareness, it's just to being aware that when you, because a lot of the signs with autism, you can't recognize them with the eye. You have to interact and, and then finally realize that, you know what, uh, this person does have a neurological disorder. And it may be not autism. It may be uh, ADHD or it may be Arnsparger's disease. And, and, and until you get an interaction with them, you won't know that you know that they have these neurological disorders and they're not handicaps and they're not things that you can catch they're not contagious and things of that nature and you know want to get that out of the way because some people even think that it may be something you know that you can catch or it's, it's something that'll rub off on you if you're around uh and and that's nothing could be further from the truth and as ridiculous as it may sound to me or as ridiculous as it may sound to someone who's listened to this podcast people do still think things like that like oh well i can catch it uh i can catch autism autism is not an infectious disease autism is a neurological disorder and like i said some of the signs you won't be able to see because if you see my son on site xavier uh if you never had a conversation with, if you never interacted with, you saw him just sitting from afar. And this happens all the time when we're out. People don't realize that he has autism until they see, you know, the hand movement or they see him, you know, blurt out something or, you know, the certain gestures that he makes, you know, uncontrollable, of course, but they don't know that. And part of our mission, uh, like I said, our part of our mission state is awareness and empowerment while empowering. And like I said, today we want to talk about the awareness part. And like I said, some of the signs, uh, you can't tell without interaction because, and that's what we want people to understand that they just process things differently. Sometimes they process it faster than we do. Sometimes they process it slower than we do. And it's, and it's our job as quote unquote normal people, uh, to enter into their world and which will help them function better in our world. And, and that's one of the things that we try to un get people to understand and just be aware of. And, and, you know, and we're trying to find a place for them because this is God's world and we are all God's children and we all belong in this world. And there's a place for us everywhere. Because mm -hmm. if you actually think that we're going to go to heaven and there's going to be an autistic section and there's going to be a, a neurological disorder section, no, we're all going to the same heaven because we're all going to save the pra save, praise the same God. And one of the things that we try to do is just make life as normal for them as we can and their quality of life. And that's why I say awareness, you know, if not just from the public standpoint, but awareness from the, the parent standpoint as well, uh, to recognize the signs. And, and like I say, in the pamphlet that we give out and, and, and I think the next podcast, what I'll do is I'll read off some of the signs and I'll ask for people, you know, to, to, like again, I welcome you to send your questions uh, to the Hope for Xavier Foundation. Fill out the contact information, and, and there's a comment in that. That if you can leave the questions in that comment, I'll read it, or you can send it to my personal email address, Hope for Xavier Found. I mean, I'm sorry, that's not uh, Hutchins Enterprise 2000 at gmail.com. I'll read it on the air. Uh, you do not have to uh, leave your name. You can just leave if you don't want your name read on the air. I won't read it. Uh, but a question that you may have is one that somebody else wants to ask, may not even know how to ask it, but you may ask it in the right way. And then, like I said, it's about the sharing of information and, and things of that nature.
and just having a consciousness, just being cognizant and aware, you know, that we can live in this world together with autistic children, with autistic adults, and, you know, that we need to make a way for them. I've seen uh, on Facebook to, today, I think I shared it, somebody's friends of mine on Facebook, you know, that I shared it. You know, when you take your child to the park, you know, that's autistic, one of the things that they do love is swinging. And we found, I found that out with Xavier. He loves to swing, and, and, and as old as he is, he still swings. But someone has come up with a very big swing where a child can get in it or an adult can get in it and just swing and enjoy themselves in that park, you know, just swinging like normal kids do or just enjoy still swinging like, you know, they do when we're kids. And it's that kind of acceptance and awareness that we're looking for, you know, to have uh, places where, they have like the movie theaters, you know, uh, sound is a big, big thing with some of the autistic children. And, you know, like you, you see someone with earphones on, uh, they're really, they're sound sensitive and, and, and that bothers them to a degree. But some movie theaters have, have, uh, taken the steps to make it autistic friendly for autism friendly for them. Uh, so, you know, stuff like that, you know, parks and recreations and things like that, because they enjoy normal things. Uh, it's just that it's not set up for them yet, and that's one of the things we wanted to do to, for, so they can go to a place and it is set up for them and that it is was designed with them in mind, some, so to speak. You know, we're not asking for handicapped parking and things of that nature, but so, you know, what I'm saying is awareness is what we're after here. And so the key word for today, uh, ladies and gentlemen, was awareness. And again, I just wanted to recap on the night of hope that we had. Thanks for everyone that came out. And like I said, we still accept donations. Uh, we're going to start the T-shirt drive again because next year is our goal to give away more than one scholarship. It's our goal to give away as much as we can. And if we can be of anybody's help, if anybody needs our support in anything, uh, certainly you can go to the website and request that. You know, again, fill out the information. Uh, the hope for Xavier Foundation dot org. That's hope. The number four. XavierFoundation.org. That's what we're looking for. So, uh, and just fill out the contact information. We'll be glad to show up and support. And again, you'll see us a lot more involved this year. Uh, coming up on the horizon, what we got uh, coming up uh, sometime between June and July, we'll call it to be announced. Uh, we're going to have the premiere of the uh, the documentary that we did last year. We've been finally trying to put that together. I think uh, we're going to sit down and have it. And that'll be at the, uh, we're going to try to have it at the Colleen uh, theater here in Winder. Uh, and again, we're going to uh, do something that we're still going to try to have the road race and, of course, the golf tournament and things of that nature coming up. Just a whole lot of stuff. It's going to be an exciting year for the Hope for Xavier Foundation, and we're hoping that everybody will come out and support because we're doing it, you know, not for us. We're not doing it for our glory. We're not doing it for our. We're doing it for, because we love our kids and somewhere our kids belong, and that is exactly what we're trying to do. So, again, this is the third installment of the Hope for Xavier Foundation uh, presented presents the Xavier's journey and again my son was looking spectacular as normal at the at the at the event and uh posted some pictures on Facebook you can go to our Facebook page which is the Hope for Xavier Foundation or uh, like I said you can go to the website and you'll see some of the pictures as well and again this is your Samuel Hutchins I'm signing off and I guess I do need to put out a uh, disclaimer here I do not own the rights to any of this music that I'm listening to my intros and outros I'm just a big jazz fan and uh this one you particularly hear is called by Ronnie Laws. It's called Carmen. 
Uh, anybody knows that I'm a big Ronnie Laws fan. Uh, but anyway, I, I guess I had to put that disclaimer out there because I don't want to go to jail, don't want to get in trouble. But anyway, until not till next week, guys, uh, this will be Samuel Hutchins signing off from the Hope for Xavier Foundation. And the podcast is called Xavier's Journey. Talk to you guys next week. Good afternoon, and welcome to the fourth episode of the Xavier's Journey. I'm your host Samuel Hutchins, and I am will be uh, uh, actually, of course, hosting this. Uh, the hope is for the. This is one of the tools that is used from the Hope for Xavier Foundation as our uh, means of getting out our word and holding true to our motto, which is awareness and empowerment while empowering. As you know, last week, if you listened to the episode, the uh, episode surrounded mainly about uh, awareness. And, you know, and I talked to you about various ways of that we do try to get the word out and try to raise the awareness of where we are locally, you know, by drawing from things that we learn, you know, from the Internet and things of that nature and sharing it with people who otherwise may not know about what it is uh, autism is all about, what it entails and things of that nature. And if this is your first time listening, to give another brief synopsis about what this uh podcast is about uh it's about uh my son xavier who was diagnosed uh with uh, autism back in uh 1994 uh, actually the uh, original diagnosis was pdd which is called pervasive developmental disorder uh and after years of te- a, a year and a half of testing uh because there were certain things that he was doing that was not on the autism autism spectrum and that would suggest that maybe he wasn't autistic but after a year and a half, the diagnosis did come back and say that he was autistic. Uh, and having said that, uh, that journey is, like I said, it started around 1994, you know, fast forward to 2018. Uh, he's 25 years old now, and there's been a wealth of experience that I and his mother, uh, Jacqueline Price, and people that who have been involved with him, like his siblings, Carlita Hutchins, uh, Dante, Talisha, uh, and we've all had experience with him about uh and it, and it it affected us in different ways but the one common denominator that we had was love is what got us all through it and that's one of the things that I we what inspired me to start the foundation with the hope for Xavier Foundation you know which is like as I said our goal is awareness and empowerment while empowering and we talked last week about the awareness part so this week we want to talk about the empowerment part uh because uh I had the privilege and when I say privilege I do mean privilege of attending uh, an event last week, uh, and it was for some, some great people that I met, uh, Janelle and Grady Hutchinson, uh, no relation. My name is Hutchins. Their last name was Hutchinson. But anyway, they have a son and his name is Tyler and Tyler, uh, Tyler is similar. Like Xavier, once you, you meet Tyler, he, he, he steals your heart. If you have a heart, you will, it will be stolen by Tyler because Tyler, this is an exceptional kid. And he has, uh, what's going on with him is a, a disease called aproxia. 
and I hope I'm pronouncing that right. I may not. If somebody's listening and I'm pronouncing it wrong, please, by all means, let me know. Uh, and what a proxy is in a nutshell, uh, it's a motor skill speech disorder that makes it uh, hard for children to speak. Of course, there's more to it than that. Uh, but I don't have the time to go to delve into it on this episode, but I probably will later. But one of the things that well, when I said I had the privilege of, because I saw in uh, Grady and Janelle, I saw where I was when Xavier was like two, when the diagnosis came across that he was autistic. Uh, they, they were similar to what I was seeing. I saw myself in them. I saw what me and Jacqueline went through in them. Uh, there was a whole lot of questions and not a whole lot of answers and very terrified. Uh, but the one good thing I will say that Tyler has going for him is it was the same thing that Xavier had going for him was he had parents that loved him, parents that were going to fight for him and parents that were not going to stop. And the one thing that I tried to pass on to them and, you know, talking to Janelle, uh, on a one-on-one basis that I told her that I was where you were. I had a lot of questions. I was terrified of a lot of things. You lost a lot of, you lose a lot of sleep at night. You, you can't possibly begin to see, to know the feeling that your child needs help and you can't help that child or which is what you say. And then I don't know, you can't help that child, but at the time, what really what you're saying is you don't know how. And so you delve in it. And a lot of the stuff is trial by error. But the one thing that you cannot ever do and the one thing that you should never do about your child is give up hope because hope is the thing that's going to get you through. Hope is the thing that's going to drive you to think that that is a possibility that it can be okay for your child to have a fully successful life with these, with these neurological disorders, whether it be a proxy or whether it be autism, whether it be ADHD, whether it be on sparkers. The, the possibilities are still there. You have to always consider the possibilities and, and, and don't waste a whole lot of time thinking about what's impossible. And a lot of times people want to think, well, you got to lower your expectations for your child because they have this, this neurological disorder or any kind of disability whatsoever. You don't never lower the expectations for your child, but every cause every parent worth his salt wants the best for their child and they're not settling. They want the best for their child. So when you think about that, you don't lower your expectations. You change your expectations and you just maybe have to change how you get to those expectations. But lower them is lowering your expectations is never an option. And not in my case. I looked at every day and I see my son smiling. I see my son laughing. I see my son giggling. And this is on top of it. As you know, in a couple of episodes, I've already told you guys, Xavier also has a seizure disorder, which he takes 25 pills a day for. But that child is absolutely inspires me. His mom, anybody who's ever been around him, he inspires them because he keeps getting back up. Nothing stops him from smiling. Nothing stops him from laughing. And to know that you are responsible for a lot of those laughs, to know that you're responsible for a lot of the joy that's being brought into that child's life, that's enough to keep you driving. And one of the things I wanted to tell Janelle and Grady, who, again, I think that is one of the great things that one of the great assets that Tyler has in his corner is he has parents who absolutely will fight for him till the end. And a lot of the questions that they have now, I had those same questions when Xavier was born. I have some of those answers now. I have answers now. But they and 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 I can shortcut some people to some and, and stop them from getting to some uh, headaches that they that they would otherwise would have to go through the trial and error. I can cut down on the trial and error because one of the things, like I say, in the publication that we got, it's got resources. It's got telephone numbers. It's got addresses. And, and we try to update that thing as much as possible as we can. 
And uh, I know, well, again, with Grady and Janelle, the, the two greatest things that, that Tyler has going for him are those parents. And he has a super, super support system, a loving family. I saw so much with them as I did with Xavier, because there were some people that came, you know, from my family members too, who, who, who were, who was very supportive. And that's another good thing that, that Tyler has going for him. Uh, his grandmother, uh, Miss Ellen Roberts, who, who in, invited us uh, to the event, you know, and again, I had to shout out and thanks to her for doing that because I am always encouraged and empowered myself when I see that people don't give up. And that's what the empowerment part of the Hope for Xavier Foundation is all about. It's about not giving up. It's about being able to show somebody else that empowers you because now when you empower them, they in turn empower someone else because now they know that it is something that they can do, that they're not hopeless. And that in itself gives you power to know that it is something that you can do for your child. There are steps that you can, that you can take for your child and you don't look at your child as being cursed. You don't look at your child as being uh, a sense of punishment for something that maybe you did in the past. It's like I was telling Janelle, uh, Tyler is now a trailblazer. And that's why I look at Xavier. Xavier was a trailblazer. And a lot of people are going to follow that, that trail that he is blazing. A lot of people are going to follow the path that we're doing with Xavier because they see the success that we have with Xavier. Same thing with, I tell Janelle and Grady, a lot of people are going to follow that trail that uh, that Tyler and the, and the complete and that foundation and that movement is blazing. And of course, hope for Xavier being who we are and what we do, we're definitely going to be there to support and give advice and give encouragement and give whatever resources that we have. Of course, we're going to pass them along. They want to set up a foundation. I can show them how we did it. And it doesn't necessarily mean that they have to do it the way we did. I can just give them the information that will make it easier for them, you know, so they will have choices. And that is what this thing is really all about trying to empower people. That's the empowerment part of the uh, Hope for Xavier Foundation. And then, and then, like I said, Tyler is just one of the most infectious kids ever. You know, I never, that was my first time meeting Tyler. And I posted some pictures on Facebook that you guys can go back and look at if you want to, because uh, like I said, Hope for Xavier Foundation does have a Facebook page. Um, and posted some pictures of Tyler sitting in my lap and like I said, that was my first time meeting Tyler, but Tyler, who, when they said, come on, Tyler, let's take the picture. Tyler actually ran and jumped in my lap and something just went through me. Like this child is just amazing. How, you know, something, how, how he touched so many people and Tyler doesn't realize what he's doing, but Tyler is smiling. Tyler is, is going to be a great ambassador for a proxy. And, and we're going to try to help them get that thing on the stage. And again, get that awareness out there, what this neurological disorder is about. Cause me, myself, I had never heard of it until, uh, talking with Miss Ellen Robert, who's a friend of, uh, Lisa, Lisa, uh, Kofer, who, who works there, their coworkers. And they were talking about it because she kept saying that he had autism, but as it turns out later on in the conversation, it was a proxy. And a lot of the similarities are the same, uh, I think they said Tyler started to regress with his speech around uh, three. And, uh, but he, but he, but again, to see the smile on this guy's, this kid's face and the enthusiasm that he has for life. And when you look in his eyes, you don't see, you know, you know, despair. You don't see, you know, woe is me. You see hope. You see, you see help. You see a bright future. And you see that. And again, that smile. 
So if you see anything that says uh, about a proxy or if you have any questions about it, because I myself is going, I'm going to delve, delve into it myself. I want to find out as much as I can about it to educate myself. And of course, with what I know, I will, of course, incorporate on this podcast. And maybe one of these, maybe within the next couple of weeks or two, I can either get Grady and JNL to maybe even call in. I don't know how to call in features works on this uh, podcast thing, but I will call. We'll get them to call in or maybe just sit live here in the studio. If you can call this a studio, this is actually my basement. But anyway, uh, get them to come and I can ask them some questions. So, again, I'm still looking for that first email or that first uh, letter to come through about something that you would like to know about autism or about, uh, in this case, a proxy or any other neurological disorder uh, on Sparkers and ADHD. I do have a little bit of a uh, knowledge and experience with those because some of the kids that are in our program. Uh, or they have those neurological disorders as well. And I'm a little bit more familiar with them than I was the uh, proxy, but I will get, get myself up to speed on the proxy. But in, until then, like I said, I'll ask Grady or maybe Janelle to either come in and uh, sit and we'll, and we'll record a, a program about a podcast about a proxy and the similarities, the compare and contrast what's going on with the autism. But like I said, I've seen a lot of, the situation what they were going through is a lot about what well, is a lot is a lot more I was at that time too as well, and uh, that was something that I did want to, to share with you guys, and that is basically about the empowerment part of the Hope for Xavier Foundation. Again, if you want some more information, if you want some of the pamphlets, if you want uh, some of the the handouts that we give out, we'll be happy to mail them out to you. Uh, you can reach me again at the Hope for Xavier Foundation dot org. That's Hope. The number four foundation hope. I'm sorry, got that mixed up. Hope the number four XavierFoundation.org, or you can reach me at Hutchins Enterprise 2000 at gmail.com, or you can write your correspondence or send your request. A self-addressed stamped envelope would be great, and I will mail you uh, any other information that we have if we're not in your area, or if you have something else uh, that you are uh, another question that you would have to. Like I said, I would read it on the air. I could not read your name if you don't want your name read. I can do that too. Uh, but this thing is about sharing information, encouraging people, and uplifting, which is what we try to do at the Hope for Xavier Foundation. And with that being said, one of the things that we're trying to update is that uh, oh, I forgot to give you the number for the, the address for the correspondence is 632 Plantation Boulevard, Lawrenceville, Georgia, 30046. Uh, again, a self-addressed stamped envelope, and I will mail you out everything that we have. And even when it gets updated, I could, and once I start a mailing list, so I can just start sending stuff out to people who, who request it. Of course, uh, is like I said, we're, we're a, a 5013C. So if you donations and things of that nature, you want to do that, that we welcome those as well. Uh, again, like I said, we are a 5013C, C3. And, uh, so everything that you give us is completely tax deductible. And uh, one of the things that I'm trying to do now that I wanted not trying to do, one of the things I'm going to do now is to create a registry locally of churches, doctors, dentists, dentists, and people of that nature that cater to the needs of with the special needs. What I'm saying is that if there's a church, because a lot of people don't go to church because they have a special needs child and that special needs child's behavior sometimes disrupt church because Xavier sometimes will do that. He jumps up, 
Uh, he blurts out stuff inadvertently, and sometimes it can be a distraction. But some churches that I'm finding out, what they do is that they have a special section set aside for kids and children with special needs, and they attend church there, and where they too are exposed uh, to the Word of God. And 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 yes. I do believe in the word of God. I do believe in God. I go to church every Sunday, uh, try to attend it. I read uh, the Bible and I, you know, avail myself to what is necessary because I don't think I would be where I am. And I don't think Xavier would be who he is without the love of God and without the protection of God and not without being exposed to God. And so that's one of the things I want to do, get a registry of churches that have set aside special places for special needs. Uh, kids can come and worship. So the parents can also still come and worship. Uh, doctors that are uh, special, especially cater to uh, children with special needs like Xavier, like autism, like aproxia, ADHD and things of that nature. Uh, dentists, you know, that cater to the, you know, because they have the same problems they have. We have, they have the same problems, you know, they have the same needs that we need. You, we need to see a doctor. We need to see dentist. You know, we need to go to church. And, and a lot of times because of the neurological disorder that they have, they can't or that the parents feel like, well, we shouldn't. And I, and, you know, take it even further to, you know, to there's a, a movie theater here in Winder, you know, that they cater to autistic children because some of them, you know, they're sound sensitive. And I think it's once a month that they hold it where they have a place where they can go and the sound is adjusted just for the kids with autism so that, that they can enjoy the movie as well. It's about making about, about a new normal for them. Uh, it's actually a normal for them, maybe a new normal for us, but it's about finding a place in society where our kids belong, where they can be happy, where they can be healthy, where they can be accepted, where they won't be ignored. And that is what this thing is all about. And so again, uh, I'm trying, I'm, and, and I, you know, I do have to give uh, a shout out to tell you people that I do not own the rights to any of this music that I'm listening to because I, like I said, I am a big jazz fan. And my intro this week was, uh, it was simply called Doc by Earl Clue from his Dream Come True LP, LP back in 1980. Yes, I'm aging myself, but anyway, be that as it may. But uh, this will be me signing off now. And again, for those correspondence, for anything, in the, anything that we have. And like I said, donations are welcome. Uh, 5013C. So you can, it is, everything you give us can and will be tax deductible. So if you need a 5013 receipt, of course we have that. Uh, and again, if you want more information, uh, updates on what is going on with the Hope for Xavier Foundation, you can be, they can be found at the Hope for Xavier Foundation.org website. Or you can go write me at my personal email address, which is HutchinsEnterprise2000 at gmail.com. Or like I said, you can write a correspondence, self-addressed on Thumbelo, and send it to 632 Plantation Boulevard, Lawrenceville, Georgia, zip code 30046. Again, thank you guys for listening. Please share and let everybody else know about this podcast. Honestly, the, the more the merrier. Like I said, uh, this is something that I'll be doing on a weekly basis. And uh, before I sign off, I want to do a special Memorial Day salute to the veterans. Uh, and I think there's a big difference between people, you know what I'm saying, what Memorial Day and Veterans Day. Memorial uh, Day is for the veterans who lost their lives in the line of duty. And we take this day to remember them and honor them in that way. And as opposed to Veterans Day, it's for everybody who's past and present that was in the military. And that will be yours truly. I served in the Air Force from 1981 to 19, uh, I'm sorry, 1981 to 1987. 
I served in the uh, United States Air Force and Reserve. So my salute to those, as, as the slogan says, all gave some, but uh, on this day, we salute the ones that gave all. Again, this is Sam Hutchins signing off, and again, and I'll see you guys next week on the uh, Xavier's Journey. Uh, like I say, sponsored by the Hope for Xavier Foundation.org. Good afternoon. Talk to you soon. Thank you.